You're listening to SCGA Off the Hosel, the official podcast of the South Carolina Golf Association. Here are your hosts, Alan Knight and Biff Lathrop. Hey, and welcome back to SCGA Off the Hosel, the last episode of 2023. I'm Alan Knight, joined by Mr. Biff Lathrop. Biff, how are you? I'm pretty good. Hard to believe we're at the end of 2023. Uh, the year's yep. flown by. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. And as this comes about, we'll be a couple days before Thanksgiving, so that'll be uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, Turkey Day. Gobble gobble. Turkey or ham for Thanksgiving? Eh? I guess turkey. Okay. You? Turkey for sure. Yeah. Some people turkey ham, uh, beef tenderloin. Somebody asked me about the other day. Turducken. Uh, I never did that. Too. I did a turducken one time. My aunt brought it over. It was it was not worth <laughs> all the hype. It wasn't. Yeah. Okay. Um. But we have, uh, as in the last couple of weeks, we have stayed busy and continue to stay busy and uh, got uh, had a couple of events since we last got together, the juniors particularly, uh, on the 4th and 5th of November. They were at Sherall State Park and the Lynx at Stony Point for the Boys and Girls Fall Challenge. The yep. boys were at Sherall State Park. The girls were at the Lynx at Stony Point. And uh, in the girls' division, Miss Peyton O'Brien from Salem, South Carolina, shot a 71-74 for a six-shot victory. Nice. Uh, 145. And at the same time, at Sherall, there's another six-shot victory. The In the boys' division, Cade, Cade Criscunas from Hilton Head shot 66-68 for a 134 total, uh, taking out Harrison James from, from Chapin, South Carolina. Uh, appreciate both those facilities having us and, and taking care of us and giving these kids a, a chance to play on the weekend. Uh, the very next weekend, we have one of our player series up at Southern Oaks. Okay. And uh, and the girls in 13, eight, 13 to 18 division, Addison Parker from Gaffney, shot 81-76 for a 157. Good playing. And boys 13 to 18, Casey Cosney from Spartanburg, 70-69, 139. Both have improved on day two. Right. That's right. awesome. So it's uh, – Again, that player series, man, it's just been a real hit. Uh, Greg Condoris is with us now with the Junior Golf Association is handling that for us, done a great job. We're filling out the schedule for 2024 and then should have a another bunch of events for these kids to play in the player series to kind of help them move up to the to the bigger major amateurs we do. That's great. It's, it's a stepping stone series. It is. It is. And then uh, the November the 14th, the SCGA was up in Simpsonville at Holly Tree Country Club um, doing our 40-plus series up there. Had a had a real good turnout, and when it was all said and done, Robbie Beershank beat out the local there, Robert Lutomsky, uh, with a oh, 300 par 69. Beat Robert by one shot. Nice. Robbie's been playing some good golf here lately. He's, yes, uh, he does. Steady. I'm good to have him back, and some of his Beershank boys back playing our stuff with us. Yeah. Um. So that's what was happening the last two weeks. But and and like you said, you know, this is our our last episode of 2023. So uh, we usually go through and tell you what's coming up, but. Everybody thinks we're slowing down this time of year. Hey, I'm just going. I'm going to give you a quick rundown of what's happening between now and the end of the year. Um, juniors would have just wrapped up the Players Championship at Hartsville as this comes out. Uh, as this comes out, we'll be doing the Lathrop Cup over at Columbia Country Club, which yeah. is our senior team championship. Yeah. Uh, we've got the Thanksgiving Eve Boys and Girls Player Series done at Fort Jackson and Columbia Country Club day before Thanksgiving. Wow. We got the Rick V four ball at the fort. That was a reschedule, okay. but we're going to be at the fort for the Rick V four ball. Yeah, um, we've got the player series at Waibu. Uh, we got a forty plus finale. We're doing it at the Heritage down at the That's beach. It's right. a two day yeah. two day event. Um, we got the Ford Picard Christmas Classic still at Wild Dunes to yeah. come. Yeah, and we finish the year out with the grand finale of our New Year's Eve Eve one That's day <laughs> at Lake Marion. 
Uh, oh, that's awesome. Yep. And then I think our first event at 2024 is like the January the 9th, another 40 plus we're doing somewhere. So are we had about a 10 day off season. I was about to say, man, <laughs> you let the, you let the staff off for Christmas. Yeah, we do. We actually yeah. take a week off for Christmas. Uh, good. So good. we, we, everybody gets to catch the breath, <laughs> uh, wind down from the year and get ready for the next. Cause you know, we jump right into golf day comes up on January 13th, which is yep. our big hall of fame. And, uh, players awards or Columbia Country Club, so it's uh, it's nonstop, but that's a good thing. That means that means our staff is doing the right things, and we're we're giving the right opportunities to our membership, and that's that's what we're trying to do. So. And then in February, you got Junior Heritage. I'm just speaking of Junior, but you got the MLK one day, you got Junior Heritage Dutton style. It just goes and goes and goes, which is great. I mean, that's that's one good thing about our state and where we live. You know, yeah. we we can play year round. Now, it's, I'm not going to say it's comfortable year round. Sometimes right. we're out there in the cold. So I had a, let me ask you this: I had a friend of mine, Doctor Ben McGraw from Penn State. He put on Twitter yesterday. He must have played good, and he went to post a score. And Jen is out of season. They would not allow yep. him. He said, "I dodged the bullet." Yep, yep. <laughs> they go out. They go out of season up there, up there in the north. Yeah. I don't know what they do for those four, five, six months up there, but. Uh, Anyhow, they uh, we got everything going here, and and speaking of going and 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 getting ready to really get going, uh, our our next guest, our final guest for this year, yeah, uh, Mr. Troy Thrall, T. Roy. He uh, Troy is is I guess the GM. Is that what his title is out there at the new Solina? I guess so. I'm, I'm I got to meet the two assistants at the conference and show this weekend, so. Okay. Uh, you know, I he's don't the man know. in charge, from what I can figure out. And then, so. but you got GB three too. Yeah, yeah, so. he's there. Um, so anyhow, this is uh, Troy. Troy has been around for a long time. Uh, had a project was at Indian River for the last few years, and that got bought, and has now uh, been worked on for basically almost a year now. Yeah. Uh, and it's now called the Selena Club, and uh, they've got eleven holes done, and getting ready to open up, do finish up this this winter and spring, and open up the grand opening in May, and. Kind of interesting. I rode around it. It's a beautiful place. What they've done to it is unbelievable. And and, and hearing Troy, what he's got to say about it, so it's a pretty good story. So I hope everybody enjoys the listen and enjoys the rest of this 2023 and has a great holiday season. And we'll see you in 2024. Together, the South Carolina Golf Association, the South Carolina Junior Golf Association, and the South Carolina Junior Golf Foundation strive to promote, preserve, and grow the game of golf in South Carolina. Through a combined effort, each association and the foundation work to support amateur golf, junior golf, and grow the game's initiatives throughout the state of South Carolina. Be sure to follow all three organizations on our social media handles for the latest and greatest updates and news. The MySCGA app is also a great way for all members to post scores, follow live scoring at SCGA Major Championships, and stay updated on all things SCGA. To follow live scoring of the SCJGA events, download the SCJGA app. We are here with my man, Troy Thrall. Troy, how are you? I'm great, guys. How are y'all? Good. Thank good. you for being here today. Good to have you here, baby. It's good to be here. Right here at the SCGA offices in the Irmo area. You kind of, Where'd you grow up? You grew up around the area, didn't you? I uh, moved to Chapin my junior year of high school. Yep. Came by here with my dad to figure out what junior golf was in South Carolina. Because there was no internet. Yeah, right. And had to, I think it was Paul Ruliard <laughs> yep. and Phil Pendergrass yep. gave us a bunch of entry forms to fill out and mail back in and what to play in and what not to play in. So. Wow. Now, you moved out. You are out in Chapin area. You graduated from Chapin High School? I did. What year did you graduate? 95. 95. Mm-hmm. I was a former Eagle, you know, 
fellow eagle with me. You I was and I the same age then. I graduated ninety five myself. I aged way better than you. I hear you. Thank did you, you play golf for Chapin? You did. Did y'all play at Timberlake still back then? We played at Timberlake. There were two of us. It was me and Lindsey Smith. That was the entire golf team. My really? Team, yep. What happened after I left? It was I left it full, man. I There's mean, a lot of people it playing. It crashed, I guess. Wow. <laughs> the greatness left with you. <laughs> That's great. That so was you, kind of a shock, though, because yeah. coming from high school and junior golf in California, my high school in California had 4,800 students. Oh, wow. And I think my graduating class at Chapin at the time had 80. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was small. Mine was small too, right. back and in the now day. Now it's gigantic. Um, yeah, their class, they're 5A yeah. now. Well, they were 2A when I was there. I don't yeah, know we about the same thing. Yeah. Now, you mentioned Lindsey Smith. I hadn't heard that name because she was playing when I left. She married Mark Steelman. Is that the same Lindsey yep. Smith? You remember Mark Steelman? I've seen his picture on the walls here, but I never met Oh, him. He had the Steelman brothers, Mark, Kevin, and David. Uh, I might have this. Yeah, Mark, Kevin, and David. They played in our stuff. Mark was a player. Um, went down. I think he think he coached somewhere for a little bit, but yeah. Didn't they, he coach at College Charles? I think that's right. That's yeah. where. That's exactly right. So, anyhow, sidebar. So... Junior golf in the college, or how did you how did you get to the turf industry? That's the only way I've known you. Um, well, I screwed up multiple college golf opportunities, yeah. And um, after the second time, the door was slammed when I came home. So I actually took a job at Old South Golf Links in the Hilton in Head. Hilton Head yeah. Wow! At I wasn't even twenty yet, wearing knickers, working on the bag drop. Okay, as an apprenticed pro, right. Right. And um, went to Fripp, Fripp bought University Club, Cobblestone. Okay. Yeah. And when they bought it, being from Columbia, they asked me to come back. Huh. So um, did that. Was at Wildwood and Wood Creek as an assistant pro. And then. Under who at that time? Uh, Chip Blackman. Oh, yeah. I remember Chip Blackman. Yeah, I remember Chip, Chip left. Yeah. And um, <laughs> when Chip left, actually. Why are we laughing? <laughs> <laughs> when Chip left, um, actually, Golf Trust of America took over Wildwood and Wood Creek. And both golf courses were in shambles um, and saw an opportunity to stop answering the phone and making tee times and taking a beating for what people were playing on. Right, right. right. And um, went outside. They offered to pay to go back to turf school as long as I stayed and nice. you know did that f- there for three or four years and then um phone rang one day and it was it was Jeffrey Jeff Canell yeah our president current yeah. president it was Jeffrey and um had never met him before and through a third party offered me a job to come over and help finish the renovation and get rolling at Columbia with Never even interviewing, and that's probably the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah, awesome. professionally until the current situation. Right. What uh, did you get to Georgetown for turf school? No, I, actually, at the time UGA had a distant learning program. Yeah, um, a little bit of internet work because it was still. I mean, we're talking two thousand, right? Still young, yeah. right? So it was a lot of book work to submit, and had okay. to go down there for a few labs and things like that, yeah. but. Well, they got a good turf school there. So, but uh, you learned you learned just as much more working over Jeffrey and doing that man, renovation, right? I mean, I came in at the very end. Okay, you know, um, gotcha. But working at Columbia Country Club in you know two thousand five, two thousand six, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, 
it was awesome. I thought the guy hated me. I did the first six months. I used to go to Bobby, who was the technician. Yeah, I remember yeah. Bobby. And probably one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. I used to go to him every day like a little girl. Man, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> Why doesn't he like me? The guy won't talk to me. Every time I say, hey, what about? He's like, no, yeah. that's dumb. <laughs> and Bobby was like, man, you just got to read his mind. Yeah. yeah. You know? And and Bobby's still with him to this day at Fort Jackson. If if you had a Bobby, you'd have him. You'd yeah. take him everywhere too. Well, I hear you. You know, um, and then it finally clicked. I was like, okay, just the ability to anticipate. And after that, I mean, to this day, I can pick up the phone and not ask him, but just kind of bounce stuff off of him. Yeah. And it might we might not speak for six months, and then we look down and we've been on the phone for two hours. Well, right. That's yeah. how Jeffrey is. He can get right. he can get going and get talking and. Um, so Columbia, 2007, 2008-ish, is it? Yeah. Did you go across the pond then, across the lake? Um, like a dummy, me and one of my buddies decided that we should go buy a golf course. Oh. Uh-huh. Hmm. And that's when you walked in at Hidden Valley. Oh, that's right. That that's one day. Yeah. And we went over there. and We didn't buy the golf course. We It's a, it's a lease. Yeah. But, you know, we're the smartest people on the world. And at the same time, where the economy just took an royal dollar. Oh, yeah. 2008. 2008. Yeah. yeah. Everything you went know. bad. So never worked so hard in my life to pay other people. <laughs> no. You know. And um, not get paid. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. But um, it was an awesome experience, though, just because from the administrative side, you know, you don't know what emissions tax is when you're when you're right. riding a sprayer. Yeah, you don't have any concept of sales tax. You don't have any concept of payroll taxes. Yeah, insure. I got to insure all this stuff. Yeah, right. right. You know, right. I mean, so as much of a grind as those two and a half years were, that was a whole level of education. That Hidden you, Valley, man, that place has been through some tough times out there, hasn't it? I mean, you know, if you build a golf course next to a dog food plant. <laughs> <laughs> and the wind's blowing the wrong way. It's tough. But it's got an amazing view. We were just talking yeah, about this earlier. Man. The it's back got nine is awesome. Right? The whole back nine is great. What, what is what T is it where you can you see the whole uh, city line? It's got to be 16. 16. Yeah. yeah. I'll go through on that. You know, but I mean, the whole back nine is good. Yeah. I mean, the, the routing's good. The layout's good. Um, I think the same cat that did Wildwood did Hidden Valley. Wow. Huh. Who's that, Russell Breeden? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, a Russell yeah. Breeden. Okay. Russell's been around. Just sitting out there in Gaston. Russell came to Columbia yeah. and just started popping them off everywhere, baby. He just started making <laughs> yeah. money everywhere. So, and then uh, from there, went and grew bent grass at Windermere. Yeah. So that's where I guess I remember the last time was it trying to grow bent grass at Windermere in Columbia. South we Carolina. did it pretty good for the first two or three years. Yeah. You had a baby. You had a baby when you were at Windermere. I remember. That's why I left. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, little girl. She actually just turned eight last weekend. Wow. So, Good for you. Yeah. But, uh, now talking about Windermere, that's another golf course that's been. They've hosted state AM, South Carolina Open. Yeah, we I mean, did it's the a good South Carolina course. match play for the CGA when yep. I was there. Yep. We did Twin State Girls twice. Wow, that's big. Um, Carolina's in. I mean, it's qualifying. a good track, other than walking-wise, getting from 9 oh, green yeah. to 10 green, 10 team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, the longest stretch in the ever in yeah. history. And you got some, you know, going from, you know, 5 to 6. Yeah, in, true. In between holes, yeah. True. 14 to 15. But, man, it was a good golf course. It I, is a great golf course. A good layout. Now now they've got big, uh, Bermuda. Bermuda greens. Yeah. yeah. Um, still trying to make it work out there, so. Yeah, but, I mean, phenomenal layout. One of the best in town. And then you went from there. Is that when you went over I to? I left. Uh, I just 
couldn't do the 80 hours a week. Yeah. Um, and my goddaughters were playing golf at White Knoll, so they were at. Yeah, let's talk about them real quick. What's that? The Castle Sisters. Yes. You got to be proud, immensely proud of Jensen. I know. Um, I don't even have words, man. If I start, I'll start crying. I hear you. I, hear you. I knew <laughs> yeah. Troy. And there's a picture of her right there on the yeah. wall. But uh, when they were young, young, they yeah, were under. They came into my life when they were seven and six. Yeah. And it was completely by accident and um, developed a close enough relationship with them to where when they were 10 and nine years old on Father's Day, their parents handed me paperwork. Really? Asking if, you know, I would you know be their godfather wow. and their legal guardian if anything should happen okay yeah and um you know proud of Jalen too yeah. in a different way she's yeah. a knucklehead yeah you know Jensen throws down a big me. shadow the complications with her back yeah. you know she's still playing good but playing at the level she wants to play at yeah which is all right yeah, yeah sure you know but getting to go to the places I've got to go with Jensen, I mean, U.S. Women's Four Ball, Caddy and Four Extreme Song, yeah. you know, two U.S. Junior Girls, one at um, Century World in Wisconsin. If anybody hasn't played golf in Wisconsin in the summertime, <laughs> you need to go. It's place to be. It's awesome. All right. But, I mean, I was with her at the PGA Junior Girls in Connecticut, which was kind of her coming out party. When out of nowhere she takes Yoko Sasso, who is a top ten player in the world now. Right. The two of them lap the field, and she gets beat by a shot. Yeah. And I think th- I think they were fifteen and fourteen under, and third place was third or three. Wow. You know, and I'm just like, how is she doing this? Where's Jensen now on her stage two uh, professional? She's going goal. to stage two. Stage two. Yep. So she's she didn't play this past weekend. Um, with Kentucky, they played their last event of the fall. She wanted to work some things out and get ready for stage two. So I think that's in a couple weeks. Okay. So, you know, fingers crossed. Yeah. We're hoping for her. She's, she's, done, she's done good for herself the last few years. Uh, we're all yeah. proud of her. Yep. She's a she's a beast, and she I've never seen anybody work so hard. Yeah. She probably works too hard sometimes. No, I'm with you. you. Know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But – that was one of the reasons for going to Indian River at the time was being home more, not chasing bent grass. I mean, I took a <laughs> big pay cut. Um, I really didn't have any plans of staying in the golf business after Jensen and Jalen got into school. Okay. It had kind of run its course. Um, and this opportunity that presented itself in November of last year, I'm the – luckiest guy right that there is I how'd mean, you catch wind of it i mean talk me through i was let's talk about what we're talking about okay let's go ahead right. so we're you've been in indian river for a few years and for those yeah. who don't know indian river's behind the airport here in columbia and, and uh uh congaree yeah right? red bank red area, bank area, area and here in the columbia area and uh troy's out there for a few years and and things evolved to where they were and then all of a sudden this opportunity came together, and, and I'm just going to put it out there, the name of the club, so we can refer to it. But right. what we're talking about is the project currently underway now, which is Selena, Selena Club. Is yep. that right? Selena Golf Club. Selena Golf Club. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how Selena Golf Club came around. Well, um, it was November 23rd of, 20, of last year. 
and um, the golf course was purchased by LTC Hospitality, which the golf division is owned and controlled by a young man named Greg Middleton. Um, he has a working relationship with Wes and G4 from the Bryan Bros as um, kind of a marketing arm for him and um, legitimizing him yeah. through you know their their background yeah. and, and their level of golf in South Carolina and Wes and George and uh, provided a lot of input into what we needed to do in areas of the golf course to it needed some length yeah um yeah they found some areas where putting tee boxes never occurred to me other side of the road oh that's on one that's video. not happening no. okay yeah <laughs> he told me about that one that ain't oh, okay there. okay yeah and on top of the cart barn that's not, not happening not, okay not. you know <laughs> there's what you can do and what is practical right 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 you know yeah but um we started december 1st um put a team together we're super fortunate we've got three season superintendents that are on staff yeah you patrick reese and who uh gil hertzberg oh yeah i forgot gil's over there yeah too. gil was yeah. the first i brought gil was the first one i called okay and gil and i probably cut down 1500 trees y'all spent some time together at columbia probably back in the day didn't you? gil was yeah gil was in high school right the yeah. hourly guy yeah yeah, yeah. You know, Gil put gas in the uh, diesel tank. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to learn one way or the other. It happens. Yeah. But anyway, so you brought Gil out yep. there and you got and Patrick. Gil, Gil staying um, as the senior assistant. Yeah. Um, got super lucky with Patrick. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be a star. Yeah. Um, Patrick came from Old Barnwell doing the construction there. But prior to that, he had spent Congaree. three years at Congaree. Yeah. And then worked for Rhett and Mark at Palmetto. Wow. So he only knows top 100. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, that's <laughs> right. all he knows. Right. Um, so having him part of it, myself, we hired one of the assistants from Congaree. Okay. We hired another assistant away from Cherokee Town and Country Club. Yeah. So we've got a great team. We have basically been the construction wing of it. Right. Yourself, I mean. Yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, we got Mike Pitts and the guys from Mike Environmental Pitt. Landscapes right. doing the bunkering for us. Yeah. But I mean, we did the greens, we laid the grass, we did the drainage. Are you done? We have 11 holes opening for preview play for the charter members October 21st. Okay. Um, and we'll piece our way through the other seven. During the winter? Through the winter. Yeah. Um, right now, we would like to cut the ribbon on all 18 sometime in early May. Okay. Of next year, but a lot of cool things happening. Um, the, the previous clubhouse is being taken down to the studs and it's going to be a, a bar and restaurant that's open to the public. Okay. Um, first class, that's what LTC hospitality really? they specialize in that, you know, most of the things on main street that are the cool places to hang out, the yeah. grand, right. um, smoke, new life cafe, peak drift brewing company. That's, that's all part of the same company. Yeah. So I, I, this is how this all came about. And, and so last week I was riding by and I said, well, I've been out there. I just want to go see it. And I drove out there. I haven't been in Indian River in years. And pulled in the parking lot. And sure enough, there's Troy and Gil unloading the vehicle, putting furniture into the new makeshift pro shop. And Troy, bless his heart, got done, put me in a golf cart and drove me around for an hour, hour and a half. Yep. Uh the bones of the golf course are still there. That's what we kind of talked about. Yeah. The layout. 
But I'm telling you, hey, you would be blown away, man, by by the the. And I'm gonna I'm gonna let Troy tell us about all the different grasses and all the things out there. But the some of the new tea boxes, some of these tea boxes they've added. So Wesley teas is our quote air quote. Um, and what they've done for those first eleven holes, I, I got to be honest, I was blown away. The trees they took out, and, and Troy said he took about you know fifteen hundred million gill before these projects started, but. They've gone in, man, like to the right of eight and nine, where we, they're able to clean out some, not taking trees out, but clean out the We didn't remove a single we tree. We did not remove a single we tree. We ground everything. And do, you, do you know the lake? That huge lake runs the whole course of eight and nine. By really? Yeah, Unbelievable. You, see, yeah. you never, never knew it was there. I always saw it at the green, yep. uh, the you finishing can, hole. From the minute you get to top of the ridge on eight, down nine, all the way down 18, you can see 16, 17 across the lake. It completely changed the dynamic of those five holes. That's awesome, man. And yeah. tell us about some of these grasses we got on so, the golf course. So um, the thing that we're really excited about is Tahoma, Tahoma Bermuda grass. Yeah. It's on the T-tops. We put it on the fairways, the collars, and the approaches. Mark just put it in at Palmetto yeah. as well. Which that looks – I drove by Whiskey Road. That looks place looks yeah, good. Yeah, I got to get down there and see it. I haven't um, seen it yet. But it is – I mean, I've been doing this a long time, and everything new is the coolest thing. Right. But – this is legit. It's a good grass. I mean, we would we'd roll out mega rolls of it, and we we'd receive the grass at probably an inch. Two weeks later, we put a mower on it for the first time at three quarters of an inch. It wouldn't scalp. Wow. Come back two days later, take it to a half inch. It won't scalp. Yeah. And I mean, we're mowing fairways at four hundred less than a half inch of grass that's been on the ground for six, seven, eight weeks. Man. And it's so tight, it's almost like zoysia. It's oh, unbelievable. You know, um, and then we married that with using Tiff Tough yeah. Bermuda grass in the rough yeah. and the green surrounds. And then um, we naturalized a lot of areas um, where we've the bunkers are getting wrapped in centipede. Okay. And it's never going to get touched. It looks really cool. Right. It, I mean, if you didn't know it was centipede, you would think it was something else because it's yeah a foot tall gnarly right yeah and within that we hydro seeded in broom sedge and blue stem and some other native grasses into those faces but um the centipede reminds me of the die course down at collington yes where you know you had fairways i mean they could like like you said maybe you cut it twice a year maybe right uh and and i mean it it was it was incredible what they've already got out there yeah we're we're super excited um built the greens to spec Took them down 20 inches, um, new drain tiles, 12 inches of new greens mix, Tiff Eagle on top, and they're, I mean, they're ready. They've been ready. Tiff Eagle is one grass that has stood, I think, the test time no, over It the won't years. go away. Right. No, it, keep, it, keep, it gets a bad rap and it comes back. I mean, I it's mean like, there's nothing wrong with it, man. It's right. consistent. You know what you got, yeah. and you know you need to beat it up. <laughs> you know? Right. I mean, and you can, and you've got – Enough guys that have had great success with it, even if you've never grown it, you have resources. Oh, yeah, yeah totally, totally. You know, you have resources. So, And I'll tell you another thing, eh? I mean, they're, they're, I'm riding around. And we, we literally, we they're, they're laying cart paths out, right? Brand new cart okay. paths around there. Love we, it. We, we're Love out there it. so close to it. Troy had to stop and put his hand on the path. He goes, yeah, that's still warm. We're going to have to go around this way. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gone quick. It. I mean, we... We really didn't start moving dirt until the middle of March. I mean, wow. it was trees, it was permitting, you know, learned a yeah. lot with having to 
Yeah. You can't always ask for forgiveness. Right. It doesn't I hear work. You. I hear you. They, and, and, you know, we say they got the 11 holes done. The 11 holes are done. They're, they're growing in. That's, that's the front nine and 10 and 18, which are right there on this side of the wetlands, I'm better yep. for lack of better words. On the other side of the wetlands, you know, they got another, what, seven golf holes working on over there. The greens are in. The greens are growing yep. in. The greens, collar surrounds, we got those in because we wanted them on the same schedule. Yeah. We wouldn't have been able to open in May if we didn't do that. We actually have all 15 grassed. We finished that this week. We moved a ton of dirt on yep. there. Um, anybody that's familiar with the property that used to have this huge split fairway with this 200-yard long nasty mound in it, yep. that's gone. It's way wider, more playable. Um, and we'll just keep piecing our way through the back. 13 is going to be a way different golf hole than what people sure are will. used to. And it used to be driver lob wedge and it's going to be driver five iron if you can because i know it's hard to do it's without a visual explanation yeah. but but t t just kind of explain to us a little bit about that green and that 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 bunkering that you talked about going in front um so gill <laughs> hertzberg we have now renamed him hansberg gill hansberg because gill pretty much did all the greens and um missed his calling maybe he found it finally. right <laughs> but, i hear you but um on 13, he moved the green way forward, turned it all the way to the right, and um, there's a huge drop-off, probably a 30-foot drop-off down this slope that was pre-existing within the bones of the golf course, and you can never maintain the hill. I mean, it's that, it's that severe. So they floated a series of bunkers, little teardrop bunkers that just kind of look like they're hanging out of yeah. the side of the hill. Right down that hill and then a big cross bunker in front of the green where he moved it to and um it's it's big changes in one little small area but it, it the, the visual it's of it's going to awesome. be where you, you're looking at this bunker and it looks like the bunker bleeds into the front of the green literally huh. but, but yeah. there's actually there's 20 yards yeah, yeah. It, really? it literally looks like the bunker visual is the front effect. edge yeah and then once you come up on it you know there's a 20 yard area of approach interesting yeah so and then uh, so you talked about the building we're going to take the existing building break it down to studs and that's yep. going to be a, a, a public it's restaurant ladies great room. for the community yep. you know because you get out there as far as you got to go to state street if you want to have a good meal exactly or you got to go to downtown lexington and there's a bunch of houses around there man yeah, I was there's 1200 1200 homes and you're going to have the new george bryan golf academy or whatever it's going we're to be? we're going to the bryan brothers bryan brothers it's going to be the bryan brothers academy that's going to be probably more towards late summer yeah early fall and next year we're building a new clubhouse and a building for the members yeah um, that will have the pro shop, men's locker room, members lounge. The ladies' locker room will actually be in the restaurant in the existing in that existing building. Right. Um, new maintenance shop. Nice. Um, keeping, Drive, driving range. Driving range, and then um, you know, there's there's a lot of talk. We we are going to do a short game area, um, an expansive one. Yeah. Where we want to put it is kind of right down there along the lake between eight and nine where we ground all those trees <laughs> um we're gonna have to see how that plays out there's some other property touching the golf course yeah. that we that greg would like to get his hands on yeah so but um it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool it's gonna be a championship venue in columbia um and conditioning wise what we've been asked to do is 
basically not have to get ready to have a golf tournament. Be ready. Stay ready. Yeah. You know, I mean, walk my own greens, collars. Um, my man hasn't batted an eye at what things cost. Yeah. How many people it takes to do it right. Do you all have any trouble getting equipment? It was a, it was a struggle. Yeah. We had to get creative. Um, we procured $1.5 million worth of stuff in December. And in July, we probably only had a third of it. Wow. So we had to modify that original list and wow. reach out to some other vendors. And, yeah. you know, um, so we've basically got every color of turf equipment <laughs> covered. Everybody got yeah. everybody got a little something. Red, green, and orange, baby. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's been a challenge. Little things. I mean, flag sticks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean – you know, Squirrel told me in July, he's like, man, if you want flag sticks, you better order them now if you're going to open in October. Squirrel. Right. He's you know. still right. You know Squirrel? Yeah, Squirrel's know. a legend, man. Yeah. So, I mean, just little things. But there's been aspects of it that have been, you know, when you spend enough time riding around in a golf cart as a superintendent early in the morning, late at night, whether you're in a good situation or a bad situation, you're thinking, man, if it, if I won the lottery, I would do this. Yep. Or then it would get done like this, and this would be the right way to do it. Right. And, I mean, man, we won the lottery. I was about to say, I want to ask you because, you know, you spent many years grinding it out at places that didn't give you a budget to produce a product. No, and the better you are at showing them you can create something for less, they just ask for more. 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 Yeah. Right. But so how is it now when you're not just – I mean, Greg literally had to look at me two or three times in the first two months and go, you do not need my permission to do the right thing. You've been doing it the same way for so long trying to make it work, right? Right. I'm, you know – Three words, good, fast, and cheap. Yeah. Right? Right. <laughs> so you pick any two of those three you want, and the one that's left over, you get the opposite. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, fast and cheap is not good. No. Right. You know, good and fast and cheap. You're right. You know. And, I like uh, that. He, the second time he told me that, I was like, I promise you're never going to have to say it again. Yeah. I tell you this, when Troy and I were riding around the other day, I mean, it was just a beautiful day, and we're just talking and chatting, and I finally looked at him about – most of the way through, and I said, "You've learned a lot in the last nine months, hadn't you?" And you, and you have. I mean, there's yeah. been this has been a, a educational moment for you with a lot of these things. Yeah, I mean, like just like this morning. I mean, I'm sitting in a an architecture engineer review meeting for the maintenance shop. <laughs> you know, and the process that has to go into each phase and different levels of permitting and yeah, you know, everything you have to do to do that, but. You know, it'll be worth it in the long run. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm the happy 25 years, and I've got snapshots of that was a good point. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of snapshots. Right. There's very few long runs where you were, where you're happy. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, but this has been so exciting for me because the team that we've put together. You know, with the exception of a few pre-existing relationships, everybody gelled seamlessly. Yeah, good. You know, and, you know, when we got Pat and Gil and Connor and Austin, you know, the two assistants on board, I literally was like, okay, all I need to do is ask what you need. Yeah. Yeah. And my job is to be sure it's here before you need it. What's the ultimate goal, the vision for – the membership is this a local? Are we going for local? Going for local and what? We're, what what's we the are. It's going to be private. Yep. Obviously, um, we would like to have somewhere between three hundred and fifty and four hundred local members. 
Um, and it's just going to be golf. I mean, there's not going to be a swimming pool. Love it. You know, no pickleball courts. It'll be an awesome restaurant. Yep. Um, we already, through the charter member process that we started um, in late August, we've got about 95 local guys who are signed up and another 35 national members. So, um, th- you know, the Bryan brothers, their connections, yeah. their social media resources, um, we're excited yeah. for the national membership aspect of it. I mean, we have our first guy coming to town in mid-November out of New Jersey. Yeah, we've got his itinerary, know where he's staying. Our membership director, Scott's going to kind of be his uh, his Sherpa yeah. for him and his buddies that week. They're taking him to the ball game and Greg's cockaboose and the whole shooting match. Nice. So, you know, that'll be cool. That'll, you know, yeah. And we'll take as many of those as we can get. Sure. And, you know. and the plans down the line uh, to have some cottages or some sort out there, is that, is that if, kind of what? If we can get the – the adjacent properties that are touching us. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. There's um, definitely a vision for some areas for the national guys to be able to stay, um, or even our own guys right. yeah. if they decide right. that you know. Because if you live in Chapin and you go play 36 in Red Bank, you need to stay in Red you, Bank. Probably, probably need to stay in Red Bank, <laughs> especially if you and I are doing it. Right. <laughs> I want to ask you a question about a practice in the maintenance world. And when I first met Patrick, he was at Congaree. Right. And Patrick, this when they had the PGA Tour event right. that one year, COVID year, and Pat, we had the invite to go back and play, and I could. He goes, "You got to come back by before October because we're phrase mowing the fairways." Right. Do you know what phrase mowing means? Uh, I, I, tell me. Tell Basically, us. rip tears them up, cuts them down to the root. Don't you me? take them down to the top canopy of the dirt, yeah, and then you bury them, and they grow back, and you basically grow them back in from new. Have you ever? Are y'all going to do that out here? No. Okay. <laughs> we'll. Uh, we're going to do probably a little bit more than what people in the Columbia market are used to seeing. Yes. We're going to close for two weeks in July right? Um, to do the heavy cultural practices. There's going to be a lot of verticutting. Yeah. There will be a lot of top dressing of fairways because we want to take a lot of what Patrick learned at Congaree. Yeah. I don't know if you ever noticed at the tournament down there, nobody takes a divot. No. no Just a puff no. of sand comes up. Yeah. Huh. Yep. I noticed we did our match play down there. I noticed yeah. that when I was walking Just around with the sand Really? Yeah, it was yeah. pretty incredible. Huh. So, you know, Firm and fast, not quite congaree fast. Yeah. I mean, that's a it's an own animal. Right. Um, but do all of our air fine, get all that out of the way, and then turn around the last week of September and the first week of October, and we're going to overseed. Yeah. Are you oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Wall to wall or what? We're going to do all the short grass. Yeah. Um, so trying to bring that practice back to the that's Columbia about, golf market. To, nobody else is overseeding right here right now, are they? No, and it's it's gotten even more expensive than it used to be to yeah. do it. The seed. The seed prices are crazy. Yeah. Um, but we're on board. The um, ownership loves the idea of doing it. It's actually he's insisting that it happens. Yeah. No no concerns about the uh, transition? Um, apparently, through the research with the Tahoma at Oklahoma State, it overseeds better than anything they've ever seen. Transitions are And right. transitions just fine because you can take it so low. You don't have to do nearly the amount of prep work you would to like a celebration or a 419 to create a seed bed because yeah. you're already at a low height. Gotcha. Wow. So, Good to know, man. What type of golf carts we're going to have out there? We have, a, have we decided yet? We're still arguing over okay. it. I was curious. Being What's held, held hostage by the vendors. Yeah. Well, so, I was about to say, can you get any? That is another issue we're yeah. gonna we're gonna open during preview play with you know the existing easy goes that we inherited um 
little armor on wax goes a they, long ways they run they still say indian river on the front they never said it to begin uh. with <laughs> are they all different colors they're all the same color if you're a raider fan they're silver and black uh, are they really that's yeah. great interesting that's so funny. um kicking around a lot of different ideas um when it comes to the golf carts um you know we explored the idea of a single rider cart oh really interesting. yeah and um doing greg's doing his research and his homework with trying to do some r d with some companies overseas um to make them cool not make it look like a little mini buggy yeah, yeah. and um at first i was kind of like what are you talking about man you know and then he you know there's a lot of factors to it pace of play yeah right no empty seats if you have a threesome um and then he started showing me some pictures. And, you know, my man's got one of the coolest Teslas I've ever seen. Okay. And he's taking me through all these carts. And, and I'm like, Greg, if you can make that single rider golf cart as cool as your car, do it. Well, I'll an, never want to be in anything else. Right. Again. It's like an attraction amongst itself. Uh, yeah. yeah. So a lot of things going back. I think it'll probably be a mix of both, you know, because if you bring your little boy out. Sure. You know. Right, right. Um, but pace of play is going to be something that's very important to us. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of ways to accomplish that. It's just not with a golf cart, but kind of stepping past some of the things that the old traditional guys might view as etiquette right. issues really aren't if you want to let it go. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, I mean, I don't have an obligation to look for your bad drive right. any more than you have an obligation to look for mine. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to play migratory golf, guys. We don't all have to drive to Allen's ball first because he can't hit it out of his shadow. Right. Basically, ready golf is what you're talking about. Well, just go to your golf ball. Yeah. And it doesn't yeah. take three people to shoot the yardage from the same yeah. spot. Yeah. You know, and we don't need to check our watch and shoot it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sounds like it's okay if you're the first one in the hole to go ahead and go to the next tee box. It's not rude. <laughs> I love it. I put it in the plate. It all sounds like it sounds like Troy's been sitting on the golf course waiting for a group. He's like, man, he's, he's shooting it again. Yeah. I used to tell him all the time, "What time is it?" Oh, hang on, I was kidding. You don't really need to change the mode on the watch. Tell me about your logo. I'm looking at your shirt. There's a water tower. So, really cool story. There, um, a lot of water towers in Lexington County. He showed me. I had no idea. You get to a certain point in the golf course, and you see them across the sky. Yeah, you can see. Six, seven really? of them from the highest it's point amazing. on number six. But um, really a cool story. And this goes back to prior prior ownership. That water tower's been out there um, since it was a hunt club, mm-hmm. since it was, um, you know, 40s, 30s. And it was a functioning water tower. And probably four or five years ago, um, one of the members of Indian River, his name was Jerry Bunnyhoff, Really cool guy, kind of a maverick, always played by himself, never wanted to be paired up with anybody. Um, good dude. He came in the pro shop one day, and he said, you couldn't even see the water tower. Pines had grown up around it, and it was rusted, and it beat to hell. And he goes, what do you think it would take to renovate the water tower? And da-da-da-da-da, and I'm like, shit, Jerry, I don't know. <laughs> you know? I've, I've never no, done that. I'm like, Why? Of all the things y'all had to worry about at that I mean, time. We, we don't have an irrigation system. <laughs> right. You know, we haven't turned a sprinkler on in two years. You know? And he's like, he's like, well, I want you to look into it. And I'm like, Jerry, man, if, if you want to help out around here, I've got a hundred things. Stage four brain cancer. 
is where the conversation goes. Mm. You know, and he goes, I really want to do it, and I want to be able to look down and see it. All right, man. Let me see what I can figure out. Um, We got somebody to come in and remove the pines so we didn't drop one on the water tower. I mean, it was barely hanging on, right, the water tower. and um, got somebody out there to take a look at it. You know, how do we paint this thing? The guy's like, man, we need to sandblast it and see what's left. Um, Told Jerry, the guy needs 12 grand to sandblast it top to bottom and it's a massive water tower yeah, i mean you sure. know and um jerry no problem who do i write the check to get it sandblasted hey man there's holes in it everywhere we need somebody to come in here and found a metal guy to come in and put sheet metal on it and refabricate it and get it painted and one guy funded all of it he probably spent 50 60 grand on it wow he got to see it get done awesome which was cool. Um, he got to see it get done and passed shortly thereafter. And it was kind of funny. The second or third time I had to sit down with Greg, um, he mentioned the water tower as being a possible logo. And I was like, yeah, I can see it, you know? And um, he was like, I'm even thinking about moving it, moving, having somebody move the water tower up here behind 18 green. I was like, man, you can do whatever you want, but I think you should leave it right where it is because it's the first thing you see when you really come in the property and then you can see it from the top of six. And I told him the the story behind it and how it's even there. You wouldn't even know it was there if it wasn't for this guy. And he was like, that's cool. It's staying. You need to get some sort of memorial plaque made up to that guy and get that whole area dressed up. That's awesome. I didn't know the story behind that. Not many folks do, you know, Jerry didn't know a lot of people, you know, he's kind of a maverick. Um, but, that's that's how that got there and you know when they told me they were going to use it as the logo i was like that's great i mean i think it's super neat that's a good story that's cool yeah Yeah. well let me ask you this because when this comes out what what is the best way for folks that might want to hear a little bit more about selena to get in touch with you or somebody they can talk to Um, we got a website or yep you can go to selenagolf.com or just google selena club okay and it will default you to the web page. There's going to be an additional web page going live for the members Monday or Tuesday next week for yeah. them to start making tee times for preview play. Um, Scott Ologist is our membership director. He's also a Class A PGA professional. So any correspondents um, interested in membership or getting a tour will go through him. Um, and either myself or G3 will be there to give you the tour if Scott can't make it. Um, G- we, G3's hanging out? G3 is the director of golf. Gotcha. So he started two weeks ago. Very so good. we're trying to put his golf course shoes back on him and get him running. And we say G3. He's super excited. George Bryan III, the, the father yep. of the Bryan Bros. Yep. And, you know, he's going to be an intricate part of what we do um, with member retention and member growth. And then once, obviously, I'm sure – he's going to be a big part of their their teaching academy yeah because somebody had to teach them how to do it sure so um but we got a great team it's exciting that's cool yeah that is exciting if, if man. you get a chance folks go out and brian brothers they, they've got a lot of stuff out there on social media i know they caught some slack when they uh i think they hit a, a shot off of one of the putting greens right before they were y'all getting to dig it up and yeah, they, who knows they caught some grief for hitting the shot off that putting green but it was uh it was funny it's they did well, a good they, job and they it. i'll tell you what george for if you go to their YouTube channel, he's done a unbelievable job 
documenting. Yes. He has yeah. documenting the entire process, and um, you know he's out there with his drones and mm-hmm. his extra. I mean, they've got employees. Did you know that? No, did <laughs> Can not. you imagine that Wesley knows what an I nine is? Uh, yeah. Well, I was wondering, do, were you ever out there working? And have to stop so they can film? Um, they think. We put the new guys on them, like when we hire Connor, the assistant from Cherokee, and they and they show up unannounced to film. It's yeah. like, take them. <laughs> there you go. That, yeah. uh, one related story, when they came to qualify for a U.S. Open at Old Field or something a few years ago, I had to make all these different things so they could get their crew in there to follow them, do all this stuff, and it's like, just let's go play golf. But they, they've done a great job. Uh, Troy, I'm excited for y'all. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for Selena. I'm excited for the Columbia area. Um I'm excited for a possible amateur championship down the line, maybe that a couple would be years. Great. Yeah, we, <laughs> absolutely. That's an unofficial ask, I think. Yeah, I think so. so I'm going to throw it in there. It's going to be, you know, it, it, par 70 yeah. for a championship at right around 6,900, but that's with three par fives or three par or five par threes. Five me. par, yeah. Nice. So um, it's. You'll be able to get at it. There's just going to be parts of the golf course where it's going to take you to the deep end for about three or four holes, and then it'll let you come back up. That's awesome. <laughs> so, well, Bo, thank you so much for coming no in here and being you. a part of this with us. I, I'm excited for you, and I uh, can't wait to see what comes of it. Awesome. Thank, thank you, you so much.